1: Watching Zach and crew catch groundbreaking proof of the paranormal, inspiring us to explore our own interest in otherworldly phenomena, this, this is our podcast. We are Paranormal, 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 paranormal. 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 Hello and hey. welcome.
0: Welcome back, everybody. It is me, Leah. And I'm Bethany. And we're here today to talk a little Ghost Adventures, Season 2, Episode 3. What's the title?
1: <laughs> La Purissima Mission, yeah. which aired on June 19th of 2009. Excellent. I think Bethany is going to do the honors and reading a little bit of the history
0: because I didn't take notes
1: well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no. I just wanted to talk a little bit about La Purisima Mission. Um, it is, uh, or it's also known as Mission La Purisima Concepcion. <laughs> or this is my favorite, La Misión de la Purisima Concepción de la Santísima Virgen María. <laughs> That's, That's a mouthful. mouthful. Let me do it again. Should have learned Spanish. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> la Misión de la Purisima Concepción de la Santísima Virgen María. Woo! Which is the mission of the Immaculate Conception of the Most Blessed Virgin Mary. That place sounds super religious. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a Spanish mission in California. Uh, lumpoc California to be exact and it was established in 1787 by the Franciscan order which is like this order of religious dudes <laughs> <laughs> um, you know it was like a catholic religious order founded in like the 1200s by Saint Francis and um and yeah they came over and made this mission uh the original mission Like complex was south of Lompoc uh, of where it is now, but an earthquake in 1812 destroyed it and the mission was rebuilt in its present location, which is a few miles northeast of the original (laughs) location. Just in case you want to check it out.
0: Yeah, so that's some great info. And then we jump into the episode here and uh, the facts we start getting in the interview. Um, Say here, the 18th century Spaniards came over, stole the land from the Chumash natives. Uh, And it was at this moment in the show where Zach, says (laughs) says <laughs> indians which in 2009 may be
1: like oh, okay but it's 2020 and uh, we gotta call zach out on that <laughs> yeah it's 2020 they're natives zach not indians all right all right we know our history now we are educated folk <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh it was also said that the Shumash were said to be peaceful people in a non-confrontational tribe um and for any of you buffy fans out there we all know where <laughs> xander got his penis diseases right
1: <laughs> from the Shumash tribe hey but also that's kind of racist too <laughs> yeah that was also kinda, yeah kind of fucked up
0: if they're non-confrontational they're probably not putting warts on people's dicks just <laughs> yeah. for the shit of you know shits and giggles of it yeah but uh any hoots (laughs) oh but the chumash they were um oppressed by the spaniards and this of course became the scene of the revolt and the great uprising
1: yeah because these spaniard jerks (laughs) well i guess i'm I'm used to cutting my cursing them. <laughs> these Spanish dickweeds are coming <laughs> over here and stealing land from these people like of course they get pissed like even the most peaceful people if you push them hard enough they're gonna fight back so uh this is a, a time of colonization uh e- European colonization that ruined the world <laughs> <laughs> And this is just a snapshot of that happening. We have these beautiful, peaceful people minding their own business, and these Spaniards come in with their warts, <laughs> their smallpox, and try to take the land. Uh, so, of course, there was a revolt and, and an uprising. And so they kind of talk about that. Um, who who was it that t- told Zach that stuff? I, they were taking a tour of the grounds, and they went over some of the history. I
0: want to say a lot of the history came from Mr. Richard Senate, who plays a big part in the interview we also hear from richard at the end of the interview um but he's a uh, a paranormal investigator he's a, a psychic enthusiast and an author and they talked to him at the start of the episode that's right yeah
1: zach calls him like the grandfather of the paranormal of california like, <laughs> he seemed a little specific about that like he wanted to compliment him big but also was like Of California.
0: (laughs) So we get a lot of our information from this Richard guy. Um, He also goes on to tell us some stories. There's a story where uh, two young men by the name of Jorge and Vicente, and they were apparently after the affections of a young woman named Anita. Uh, In this, they played a great game of what I called uh, chicken (laughs) snatching. So what they did was bury chickens in the ground up to their necks, get on a horse, ride like crazy and try to snatch the chickens up um Jorge I believe was not successful in winning and killed Vincente and uh Vincente is said to now haunt the location and Jorge was never found but his horse was found in the quicksand
1: yeah, I remember that um his horse was found dead in the quicksand and they found his hat too. Yeah. But they never found the body. Crazy stuff. So two
0: men uh possibly losing their lives in the same
1: yeah, at the, at the site of this mission, yeah. Um, and then, of course, we talked to some people who work there. They're, like, tour guide-type people. Because this mission is, like, a part of a, a national park system in California now. And so they do have, like, workers and stuff there. <laughs> and they dress up, y'all. They dress up in, like, oh my goodness. Uh, period, you know, peace garb. What What is it? Like, a period, accurate garb. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways one of them says that he's seen like footprints but they're like bear footprints they're not or not bear like a like a bear grizzly bear, rhyme, but like, <laughs> bear human uh, <laughs> They're footprints not not like shoe prints <laughs> yeah they're footprints not shoe prints of a human being in the sand or the dirt actually of the dirt uh on the mission lands and he's like i don't know how those could got there you know but also <laughs> I just had to note that, like, I wasn't feeling his vibes. Yeah. Like, I wasn't believing much of what he said. A lot of them looked like they was on drugs oh yeah like (laughs) like there was some meth being used there there was something a little wild i don't know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but but also one of the other employees was talking about how he was sleeping on Mm -hmm. one of the cots art yeah at work oh did you want to talk about art yeah
0: arthur yeah so he he's the one that i was like yeah there for sure some drugs (laughs) going on here but he stated he was laying on on the cot and he saw a figure in the doorway. Now he claims he was asleep and he thought that th- that maybe he was dreaming because he sees the figure in the doorway um, the figure then, uh, appears in front of him and he feels as if he's being choked. Um, he, the way he words it is that he wakes up, um, from this dream, but he can still feel the pressure from the choking, uh, a- around his neck. Like it was crushing his Adam's apple. Um, but art has like, he's this, <laughs> it's a creepy story, but art's a creepy guy. Like he's got meth mouth i'm sorry but he does (laughs) and he's got like stringy hair and he's like yeah man i think it was choking me and like yeah he just has this demeanor i'm like dude lives life you know oh yeah he's (laughs) totally lived some life
1: also when he was talking about that feeling on his neck he said he woke up and was like you're not real. Like he started yelling at the entity, you're not real. And I was like, man, like that's some shit, like an experienced drug taker. (laughs) You know, you practice with drugs, you know, you're constantly having to tell yourself, this is real, this is not Not, real. Like, so he was straight up just, this is not real, you're not real.
0: (laughs) And then why are you gonna lay on the cot in the first place? Like you'd been tripping, you you laid out.
1: (laughs) You're at work, bro. Like,
0: eh, I ain't gonna stop some people. So I don't know. It was a great story, but art art's funny.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was great. I just love the idea of he was just like, I'm gonna sleep on this cot in this haunted mission (laughs) like (laughs) where I work. Like (laughs) it was
0: pretty great. I think some of the other experiences that they had on site actually happened around um a character, or not a character, but a figure by the name of
1: Padre. I'm going to mess this up. Padre Palleres. Yeah. Yeah. There was a he was a um, priest type figure that I believe it was the Shumash who liked him. Right. Yeah. So they, they actually liked him. Yes. Yeah, of so, all the people <laughs> for sure. So they they treated this guy with a little more
0: respect. He's actually uh, allegedly buried under the floorboards. And what was an interesting story is that they were having a, a 21 salute ceremony and someone who was playing the guitar was moving kind of back and forth and walking around with his string guitar and noticed that every time he stepped over uh, the floorboards where Padres buried his guitar would go out of tune and he'd step out and it would go back into tune and this back and forth. And it, it wasn't until he realized where he was stepping that he was like, ah, crap. <laughs> like, maybe I shouldn't be like, stepping whoops. here. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was an interesting story.
1: No, that was a really good story. And at first I didn't realize what was going on with it, <laughs> but then I was like, oh yeah, Payones is under there. <laughs> <laughs> um, some other cool stuff that uh, they talked about during the interviews Was when Richard Sennett, that dude, um, the father of the paranormal in California, (laughs) Uh, he uh, visited there before, you know, this episode, and he was talking about how he was going through the chapel area and saw three native, like, figures kneeling in the chapel um, and that they were apparitions. He said that he saw one of them turn to look at him and he said... He what what he described what he thought were like smallpox on mm-hmm. the native's face. And um they made eye contact and then he disappeared. The native disappeared. That's so, brutal. Yeah. So and of course immediately Zach sets an X uh for an X Cam later in the chapel. So that was a cool story. Um uh there was another one with Richard Richard had like three really big experiences that was (laughs) one did you want to talk about the other one or uh yeah so
0: Richard is uh leading the guys throughout the mission and uh I believe this comes back to Padre's room uh they're actually in his sleep quarters uh and this is where he claims to have seen a greyhound dog right sleeping uh sleeping on the ground and that the dog looks up kind of makes eye contact with Richard and then disappears
1: yeah again with the eye contact yeah like i guess you can't make eye contact with ghosts or they disappear <laughs> you scare them <laughs> and then there was another one with flute music in the loom room so it's
0: crazy it was really good stuff uh all happening through inside the mission i thought there was a, f- a funny moment kind of going throughout the interviews where they want to see the the mission overall so they take a little hike up a hill and aaron goes <laughs> aaron's walking up the hill and he goes why did they put sand on a hill? And I'm like, "Oh, sweet Erin."
1: <laughs>
0: that like nobody went and purposely put sand on that hill, boy. Like that that's how that came. That that's the hill. <laughs> that's, Aaron. Said, that, yes. that's
1: that's dirt. That's
0: how that happened. Um but I thought it was funny. They make their way up the hill and there's actually a sign uh warning them about snakes and Zach uh kind of throws the the audience back to what happened in Idaho. And if you remember our Idaho uh episode, that's where Zach goes uh You gonna suck the venom out of me? (laughs) <laughs> one of our favorite all-time ghost adventures well, all-time favorite ghost adventure moment for sure from season one so when they see that snake sign, Zach's like let's hope it's not another
1: idaho situation yeah he does he mentions that uh-huh uh-huh he was like history has a way of repeating itself <laughs> he's but, funny yeah that was good i liked that i thought it was hilarious i feel like he can kind of poke fun at even like his insecurity sometimes and that's funny
0: That was really good, yeah. But, I mean, in in regards to the interviews and the um,
1: backstory, I think that's all that we may have had. Yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it, you know? I mean, we know we're at a mission that was invaded by Spaniards, um, and some people have seen some shit there. So yeah. (laughs) We're in a really good
0: uh, pot for some great paranormal activity. You got sirens in the background. (laughs)
1: Thanks. Ah as you were saying we're in a really good spot yes a lot of stuff happened we have war we have loss
0: we have sickness we have you know people being conquered fighting for what their their land and their beliefs and their culture and it's a a good melting pot for some good paranormal activity
1: yeah get some some good residual energies in this location oh yeah let's get into it so you know what time it is it's time for honorable haunts and skimpy scares
0: all right everybody it's time for honorable haunts and skimpy scares and we're kicking it off with the skimpies because to bethany's point there's not a lot of those things in this episode so let's get into it
1: one that stood out to me was when i think it was father payares room Mm -hmm. um the bed was made was that his room yes so when they arrived on site for the lockdown the bed was made the room was you know unused but they go to that room and they find that the sheets are kind of crumpled up like someone had slept in it or messed with it whatever yeah so i put that on the skimpy list only because we're just supposed to take their word for it like we didn't see the sheets get messed up we didn't we you know so many things can be done with editing like you know what i mean and i'm not gonna sit here and accuse them or anything because i love the show and and i will always you know believe them but i would just i just want to see it
0: For sure. I agree. Definitely a skimpy scare. Uh, Another one for me, uh, Zach loves now, we, we know, trigger objects. We talked about them when we talk about tech. It's just a way of getting activity to kind of stir up. In this episode, Zach uses a lot of trigger objects. Uh, and the first ones that we really see, he puts some artifacts on Aaron. He's using Aaron as bait. Um, and then some he plays some music. But we get no findings from that first session with the trigger objects. So for me, it was a skimpy scare. The guys kind of freak out when they start playing the music. They're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Because <laughs> it's like authentic native music. And, and they kind of freak out about what they could possibly get because of it but in this little clip they don't get anything from the artifacts or the music so that was a bummer to have two solid trigger objects but nothing triggered
1: yeah there was one moment that i just thought was hilarious um, Zach is laying in that cot. I think it was was the cot Art slept in, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> where Art had his little neck incident. And Zach is like, I don't know a lot of Spanish, and he's like, Do they even understand English? Just saying, like, really ignorant white boy shit. Right. Like, <laughs> like, like, bro, they're ghosts. I think you know they can speak anything, <laughs> but he doesn't know a lot of Spanish, and what he does know is cuando es tu cumpleaños <laughs> like Zach I mean thanks for trying but, but don't
0: <laughs> just don't bro like stick to what you know alright man well what he knew <laughs> was cuando es tu
1: cumpleaños <laughs>
0: it's hilarious to me but still he he knows more spanish than i do so (laughs) (laughs) well
1: if you don't know what it means it means when is your birthday (laughs)
0: who's gonna answer that you know you think the the shoe wash yeah No. Like, are you gonna get an EVP? <laughs> like, Dude, no, that's not how that works.
1: They're gonna be like, Well, when the moon is at its fullest <laughs> on the coldest of the days, yeah. like, I was like, they don't have July, whatever. Like, and some native tribes have 13 months because there are 13 moon cycles, yeah. So, they wouldn't have answered <laughs> that question. <laughs> it was just really funny to me because, like, you know, like Leah says he likes to use trigger objects and, um, some of that you know, trigger shit is like speaking the language.
0: Yeah. So he'll
1: try to speak Spanish every now and again. And it's really funny. It's pretty (laughs)
0: funny. And I think since we're uh, in bed with Zach, some more (laughs) skimpy scares than that is he's, he's... trying to have conversation so he's like are these the beds you had to lay in when you got smallpox from the spaniards and they came over and you know all, all this stuff and and he's tr- again trying to get the response but he's getting really into it talking about disease or is this where you had to quarantine and i thought that was really crazy cuz it's 2020 and we're quarantining uh, and it's wild and i was like whoa here we go again <laughs> uh,
1: so you know that was that was interesting but it's gonna be scary one thing that uh kind of scared me <laughs> <laughs> was that damn boom box that they used again another trigger object like he was playing that fucking flute music and it was on like the shittiest early 2000s boombox. Mm-hmm. it was kind of incredible <laughs> and a true artifact <laughs> if i do say so myself but the boom box in and of itself was a little scary,
0: a little, a little scary. Yes. And I think, Oh, there was one more skimpy. Oh, uh, only because Zach makes Aaron apologize for stepping on Padres floorboards basically like where the Padres buried nothing happens but Zach gets super like get off of it that's probably why he's mad at us but there's no indication that he's mad or like even around at that time um, so and and of course Aaron freaks out like oh my god bro <laughs> oh my god I didn't even know and, Like and, and then Nick attacks him and everybody just kind of jumps on Aaron for accident. Accidentally stepping on the floorboard
1: where yeah. padre happens to be so it was Aww, a it was a skimpy scare but it was funny yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's so silly uh
0: but that's all i had for skimpies me too that was it all right <laughs> let's jump into some honorable <laughs> i think what we the one of the first things we pick up on is uh our first really kind of disembodied voice or our first evp we get a lot of voices in this episode and we'll run through all that we pick up but the first one we get it sounds like a baby crying
1: yeah and
0: that's always
1: fucking scary i think isn't that in the hut where aaron's wearing the artifacts yes because they they go outside um and they're just kind of roaming the property and there is it's like,
0: after that moment yeah. yeah so they play the music we get nothing they go out and then they capture on the evp the baby crying but they don't hear it in the moment yeah yeah so that one was uh but it was really good again it's creepy baby crying Like, oh,
1: my goodness. (laughs) Screw that shit. I'm not into that. I'm not into, like, little kid shit and baby (laughs) shit. (laughs) Get
0: them demons away from me. Uh I ain't messing with it. Um, And that leads to another EVP where we pick up a, come here, come here. And that's always a fun time because it's usually get out. So when you hear come here, it's like, nah, brah. Yeah, (laughs) screw
1: that noise. (laughs) And I think that was when Zach was like asking some questions or something or like, wasn't he kind of talking? Yes. And then it was like, come here. Yeah. Yeah. So that one was really good. It wasn't an intelligent
0: response, really. I don't think in the moment it was. I don't have it indicated no, as an intelligent not
1: No, it wasn't an intelligent response. It was just um, in the background. Like yeah. you could hear it say, come here. Um, one thing I noticed, and I know this is kind of weird or stupid or whatever, but the winds were like really creepy when they were mm-hmm. outside. It was like howling. Like you could hear the winds like whistling and... I think it was, was it an Aaron who asked Nick how he was doing or feeling or something? Yeah. And Nick was like, I'm fine. I'm at peace. (laughs) (laughs) It was kind of creepy. It was weird, but, but also kind of cool. And I feel like we're already, we're in season two. This is episode three. And Nick has always been one of the more sensitive ones. Yeah. And I feel like this is just a a part of that bloom, that growth where he's just feeling comfortable with the spirits
0: (laughs) and that's a cool moment because pretty much right after nick expresses that he feels at peace Zach starts to freak out and starts to say what he describes as like a, a spirit passing through him. He's like, I felt it go through me. And this is, I to my knowledge, the first time that we kind of talk about spirit passing through any of the guys. We've felt things. We've gotten chills or temperature drops. But this is the first time I think the guys have really been like, oh, my God, something went through me. And, and Zach freaks out for a moment and him and Nick get really hyped up about it. Yeah. yeah so that was a good
1: moment, though. They got hyped up a few times, uh, even over like that bed thing. Remember, even though I put it on the skimpy side, when when they went to the room and the sheets were gone zach was like this is what it's about oh, yeah. like oh, yeah. he was fucking stoked <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what we're here for
0: <laughs> and i mean yeah we believe them with it but it'd be a lot cooler if we saw it so yeah. yeah and i think that's what makes it more believable is seeing their excitement around that kind of stuff it's
1: funny oh yeah, yeah. absolutely um another moment that stood out for me was um of course you know these are the early years Zach is still quite the antagonizer um he's like getting really aggressive calling for Vicente and he ends up pushing over like the cot all aggressively he's like what, you don't like me moving things you don't like this <laughs> <laughs> Pushes the cot over. Oh, God. But they end up getting an EVP that sounds like something in Spanish. And at the very end, it says Vicente. Yeah. So that one was pretty cool. So that he did actually get something with that,
0: uh with triggering in that sense and pushing over the cot. So that was a good EVP.
1: Fashao. 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 <laughs> now it was great. I, I love when stuff comes from them antagonizing. Like, You shouldn't do it. It's not great, but it's always it's always um, validated when they actually get something. Like, I'm
0: glad it pays off for sure. And I think while they're in the uh, the bedroom, Nick actually lays down in Padre's bed. And some of the really good evidence that we get in this episode happens in this moment with Nick. Uh, One of them being you hear what very much sounds like a greyhound kind of howl or like a dog howl. And of course, they bring it back to the story we heard during the interviews where richard saw the greyhound um in the bedroom so it kind of makes you wonder if if maybe it's a protector for padre or or something like that because you hear or we pick up on a dog how
1: that's right and he also in that room he gets a few things because he gets the dog the that greyhound right Mm because they were talking about that greyhound um he also gets another one that says do you belong here? Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. That's a,
0: that to me is kind of intelligent because I mean, it's, it's asking Nick, do you belong here? Cause it knows it, that Nick doesn't belong there. Like, what are you doing yeah. here? Do you belong here? So to me that felt maybe, yeah. maybe
1: more on the intelligent side. Yeah. Kind of like, what are you doing? But also because he hears that, I think he's sitting up when he hears that, yeah. but then it tells him to lay down.
0: Yeah so even more kind of proof that it's
1: actually speaking to Nick. Yeah, that it is intelligent, yeah.
0: So that those were really good moments in in Padre's uh bed there with Nick. Um then we get back to playing some more music. I think we get back to some trigger objects that. Yeah. This time
1: we get some stuff. Yeah, this this is pretty cool. All right. So they're in the loom room playing uh the native flute music and they're taking like a a temperature read because zach starts to see his breath like it gets so cold in the room that he can he can see his his breath i don't know what that's called and i should find out but anyways (laughs) (laughs) you you know what i'm talking about um so he notes that it was 70 degrees originally in that room and that he took a temperature read then and there and it goes to 46 degrees uh-huh. and then the temperature reading just starts going crazy it's like 46 66 67 62 57 53 <laughs> 71 49 <laughs> and i wrote like all of these down <laughs> i've got more 57 31 <laughs> so many tips there's so many to and and he, they're recording the temperature like reading going crazy. It's just going back and forth, flipping all over the place. But overall, the shift was about thirty degrees yeah. of a drop, like really quick. It was insane. And they note that um, you know, ghosts can manipulate temperature or if there's like a ghost around that that it could cause a temperature drop. They take this as a pretty big piece of evidence of paranormal activity.
0: Oh, yeah. The biggest ones for the guys on this episode was the piece of evidence with the thermal imaging camera. Oh, yeah, for sure. I love it because it includes or uh, it involves tech. So we know that that's uh, exciting when it can be backed up scientifically. And uh, the guys are out on the field or out in the in the lawn of the mission. And Zach's just kind of scanning around with the thermal imaging camera. They're not getting anything anything. And the moment Zach looks away from the camera, so he's being recorded by Aaron. So they show Zach pick up his head, look away, but he's holding the camera still. And he actually picks up what looks like uh, the top portion of a a figure. So it's like maybe from the waist up.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's, it's got no legs it's got no legs <laughs> a full body with no legs <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool I love it because it's the thermal camera and so you can see a full outline of like a head shoulders torso and then there's like a leg cut off like there's no
0: yeah it's it's interesting for sure and it's a really great piece of evidence just again they and Zach chorus puts up two pictures right next to each other from the thermal imaging camera he took a picture of the same location one when he was actually looking through the lens and didn't pick up anything and one when he was um uh, looking away and they pick up the figure so uh
1: yeah he shows um the same image or like the same area um and he takes t- multiple images within seconds.
0: Um so no that was that was a really good piece of footage or piece of evidence. So and I don't think we missed anything. Um, well there
1: was the the one uh, other piece that they took to Richard Senate that was kind of big for them which was the EVP of the flute music. Oh yeah. Which um I think they also got that in the loom room. They did get that in the loom um, room. Um they yeah. left a recorder like taped up to the loom. And after they played the music on that atrocious boombox, box, <laughs> uh, they left the room and then, you know, they reviewed the, the recordings later and it, they heard just more flute music. Yeah, yeah, it was it was like a distant flute music
0: was real solid and i'm a liar because there is another piece of evidence i think you mentioned earlier when we were talking about um where padre is laid to rest under those floorboards if we caught any evidence and we actually did they leave the x cam there and i think it's noted at about the eight minute mark a little over the eight minute mark they get a little orb that kind of shoots out that's from right. the bottom. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So I remember when I saw
1: up? it, I thought it was a rat. <laughs> I was like, mm. But no, I wanted to know, where was Padre buried again? Because they put an X-cam in the chapel. He because, was there. Okay, so he was yeah. in the chapel on yeah. the ground. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Because that's
0: where the guitar player was doing the service and stepped okay. over. That's and right. Aaron stepped on it and, or stepped on him or his site. And then um we got the light
1: anomaly anomaly Anomaly. a light (laughs) anomaly
0: man i don't know what i'm saying today Uh, (laughs) but with that evidence they go back to richard senate to of course review all those honorable haunts and it was really solid he's he's like great footage and
1: yeah they go over the evp with the flute and then they go over the thermal imaging capture of like the body with no legs was there another one that richard
0: they did yeah another one with richard was the lay down that Uh. nick picks up and i thought this was interesting because richard says and it does sound like when you hear lay down that it's running over Water, that's right, and he goes, It reminds me of the Bible where it says the devil has the voice of many waters, and everyone's like, Whoa, Mm -hmm. bro. Um, so that was interesting because it does sound like rushing water is kind of in the background of that EVP, so that's that's interesting, that's cool,
1: yeah, that was cool. I forgot about that, yeah, so those were like the three big pieces that they took to Richard to review um again building their credibility we're
0: doing it but i think that was it for the honorables and the skimpies a pretty good solid uh treat a little delight
1: yeah it was a really good episode uh, lots of really juicy evidence
0: oh yeah so i guess that means that maybe we're getting ready for a little la, 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 la.
1: <laughs> zach's
0: fashion for us <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <Dweeb>. <laughs> I'll
0: kick this one off.
1: As always. <laughs> it's
0: my favorite. Uh Zach is uh hitting the scene. He walks out of the mission welcoming the audience. And the first thing I see is that damn belt buckle. <laughs> it is like the size of an eight pound baby. It's just hanging there <laughs> off his waist, and it's just huge, super shiny, silver belt buckle. It's it's amazing. <laughs> the size of an eight pound sweet baby (laughs) jesus (laughs) it's intense but i love it
1: I love that he's coming coming at us with that spike that forward spike gel look but it's not just the top part it's the sides too which we've seen a few times it, he doesn't do it all the time but it's like a full cupping of his face <laughs> <laughs> and all the spikes are going forward he's from, protecting the goods yeah he really is <laughs> he really is putting up that shield and I love it I adore it uh, because he gels from The crown of his head, (laughs) forward and out. And it is just (laughs) chef's kiss, my friend. Chef's kiss. Uh, It is some top-notch
0: stuff. Of course, he's rocking an affliction tee. Now, this one has an interesting design because it's, like, right across his toned abs. (laughs) Or what I would imagine are toned abs. I don't really (laughs) know for sure because he never goes topless. Mm, We can discuss that later. But it's, like, real... uh, it looks celtic like it's rolling across his chest and it looks
1: like i
0: don't know magical or like dragon
1: scales or like it's yeah.
0: interesting
1: yeah i was like that gold foil flex bro <laughs> like i see you i see you on that gold foil on that t oh zach but it was hot (laughs) that's hilarious those but okay so his shirt is so fucking long (laughs) that like the proportions of the shirt to pant were really weird because it because the shirt was so long and the belt buckle was still showing I was like, those are like low-rise jeans, bro. (laughs) But they're not tight or anything. They were super baggy, way too baggy. But they they seem to sit at that low-rise point. Oh, my God. Redonk. So redonk. Like, Like right above the butt crack kind of a thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <Ow>.
1: <laughs> that shit cracked me up and also i i i love hate that shiny denim shit where it's like uh yes. yeah yes. yeah you know it's like really heavy Ugh. it doesn't breathe and it's shiny Cause <laughs> it yeah they threaded silver through the fucking
0: <laughs> denim and it's like who's gonna wear this fucking shit Zach. We
1: um, all did. It was 2009. <laughs> okay. We all did. We all did. How do you think I know that they were hot and unbreathable?
0: Okay. I guess that's fair. Um,
1: <laughs> Nick actually did all right in this
0: episode. Nick is rocking an affliction top, and it's, I am i don't know the right word for it, but it's a black shirt with black detail. So you can't really see the detail unless the light hits him just right. So it looks just right. Just right, and it and it hit him just right at one point. And I was like, "Ooh, fancy!" It had a nice little cross. Of course, their typical affliction font. It was just a classic, and, and Nick looked pretty. Nick, Nick looked sharp.
1: Yeah, I feel like Nick and Aaron always kind of look sharp. Like, yeah they just wear the same stuff but okay so zach stands out probably just because he's the lead investigator right he's the star of the show a little more blingy so he's got to have a little yeah them gold foil flexes Jesus. (laughs) Uh,
0: but on the topic of nick when they're going up the hill that i mentioned that aaron's you know bamboozled that this hill's made out of fucking dirt Uh, (laughs) nick is actually wearing a, a jacket and zach zach and aaron kind of pick on him because they're all hot and sweaty going up this hill and nick's in a jacket and zach's like you know what they say about people that wear jackets in the heat and they just kind of laugh and look at nick and it's like no what do they say <laughs> but it was uh it was a good moment and uh and nick nick still looks all right going up the hill in a jacket
1: i'm at it what did they say he what did he say though he said be beware they're dangerous oh yeah or they're, dangerous, they're dangerous yeah, yeah. I'm like all right so so people who wear jackets in heat dangerous
0: let's see what else do we got for the fashions i have the post hat or the post investigation hat Mm -hmm. uh as bethany mentioned the gelled hair is fully wrapping his face like and it's still gelled and it's still wrapping his face but he puts on a hat and mm-hmm. it's like trucker style black in the back red in the front with some jazzy affliction detail maybe more ed hardy detail because this oh, is very yeah. skulls and yeah. like zigzaggy weirdy lines and and it, it gave me some ed hardy vibes and it's also trucker style so yeah. i was like oh okay but he's wearing that while talking to richard senate going over the uh evidence that they had to build their credibility um, and ed hardy
1: was like hot shit at that time too. oh yeah for
0: sure i remember working uh for torrid and we sold ed hardy perfume for the ladies yeah. oh mm-hmm. juicy <laughs> oh, oh, oh. i'm going out tonight i'm wearing my ed hardy <laughs> <laughs> that's that good shit. he's taking me to slick willies <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but that's all
1: i have for the fashion for fo- us uh. yeah that's all i had too Excellent. Unless we wanted to talk about the staff outfits. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That, no, no. (laughs) Give them a second. Because
0: (laughs) we mentioned that they're dressed in like period pieces and nothing fits right. And they look a mess and sweaty and gross. And it's like. rough. Yeah, it looked a little. It looked really rough. Like. Ugh, like they didn't have their sizes so they're just yeah. like find
1: what works and wear it and yeah and it was it's like no wonder y'all do all those drugs y'all <laughs> <laughs> like it's hot <laughs> you gotta wear that stupid shit and they probably don't pay you much at all so uh, for none of it you know what i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs>
0: so now i think that completes our fashion felt as i would say so so man with the history the haunts the fashions i think it's time to rate this baby
1: dang already that's time. you go first tell me what you thinking how many clauses is this baby getting
0: <laughs> i'm giving mission uh, words i i cannot say right <laughs> <laughs> Ay, Dios so disappointed in me. It's all right. Most most people are. Um,
1: so <laughs> I'm not disappointed. It's fine. I, I learned Spanish in school, okay? Yeah, I took
0: Spanish in school, but didn't
1: go to I my, you took
0: Latin. No, I took Latin in like... Oh, I did like eighth and ninth grade, mm-hmm. I took Latin. And then I got into Spanish because Latin went away because mm-hmm. uh, the Liberal Arts Academy went away. And they were mm-hmm. like, oh, you poor kids. Y'all only need to learn Spanish. <laughs> um, and then I never went to class. Uh, and yes. I only passed because somebody else took my tests for me (laughs) so i'm that kid (laughs) any hoots i give this episode 2.5 claws dang 2.5 but it was so juicy it was real good i wanted more visuals Mm. i think like even if it was just more light or like orbs or something like that we got the really good stuff with the soldier and a lot of voice and disembodied voices and stuff like that Eh, 2.53 claws maybe three claws
1: okay i just talked myself to a three you heard it here first yeah (laughs) three claws well you know what that's so funny that you talked to yourself to a three because i talked myself to a (laughs) 3.5 um i kind of agree like there was a lot of really good evidence we got a ton of evp we got some visual stuff um but I think we're spoiled. Like we we know (laughs) that they get cool shit like the SLS cameras and like, you know, the Oculuses and all that shit. Um, and right now it's just so rudimentary, um, that a lot of the entertainment comes from their interactions with each other Mm -hmm. and the interviews and the little reenactment type shit. Um, because, because yeah, the, the tech just isn't there yet. Um, I mean, so so I I said three, and I felt like I don't know it, that's still kind of a low grade for how much I did, like for how much evidence that they got. Yeah because it was it was a good episode um but it yeah i just i just feel spoiled with what you know <laughs> the shit they could have used there. for sure yeah like, had they had the sls camera had they had some oculuses oh, or yeah. some some paranormal pucks or something like shit would have gone down oh, i know so. i feel like
0: if they wanted to do this forever they could just revisit all the places they've gone to with the much better tech mm-hmm. and see what happened like i'd i'd still watch that like let's go back with the more up-to-date tech bring little billy chapel out well <laughs> yeah. y'all y'all find out who billy is a little yeah. later but bring him out and uh and let's have a good time billy chapel
1: billy Tolly. <laughs> oh world of billy's oh, uh billy's <laughs> <Billies> and
0: willies <laughs> <laughs> run the paranormal community <laughs> it's wild man it's wild but yeah i think after all that it's time to maybe uh shake it off shake it off
1: oh oh, oh i don't know which one you're singing and i don't want to know
0: hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the south powers of fire and feeling hear
1: us yeah and it is shook off
0: <laughs> i feel great i feel good season two episode three ghost adventures it's a wrap
1: Oh my God. I need to get out of here. It's getting hot. <laughs> I hate you. Until next time. I'm Bethany. And I'm Leah. And we're signing off with two from these potatoes.